Hello and welcome to Reinforced Running Podcast. My name is Rich Ryan. What is up? Today we have Bridget Brown on the show. And Bridget's a newcomer to the hybrid and OCR space, but she's already making a big splash. You've seen her on podiums at DecaFit, at uh, High Rocks Doubles, and also a second place finish at OCR Stars. So she's just really kind of learning how to go about the competition for this. Just, and she's making great progress along the, along the way. So we talk a lot about her training style, her methodology when it comes to competition, and just really a great chat getting to know her as a competitor. Uh, and also we talk a little bit about the GoBruck Games where she did compete uh, just this past weekend and recorded before the actual event. So we didn't know how she how she did. And the results are in, and she won the 12-mile ruck event and then was hanging on to the sixth-place spot going into the final event and was unable to hold on to it to get to the final eight. But an awesome showing for an athlete who was very new to this space. So she is going to be someone to look out for. So I really enjoyed this conversation. I think you will enjoy it too. Here we go. Bridget Brown. All right. We are on. Bridget Brown, hello. Thanks for joining me today. How are you? I'm doing very well, and I'm excited to chat with you because I've uh, I've seen you in some results pop up. And when I first when you first came onto the radar was just this past November, right at OCR Stars. And before that, I I think you had maybe done one or two different obstacle races. But since then, you've done uh, you've had some really good results in OCR Stars. You were second overall behind, in between Lauren Weeks and Rachel Vondrock, which is like two of the best that we got. So you kind of came in with a splash. So uh, the start, I started paying attention a little bit then. And since then, you have the third fastest deck of fit this year. You have the fastest deck of mile this year. Um, you were just finished second at Dallas High Rocks Mixed Doubles, which was actually a pretty loaded race. And the time was really good there. So I do want to kind of spend some time on the doubles. I haven't run any of the doubles or anything yet. So I kind of want to get your perspective of it. Um so when you went into that, your time was 5804, uh, which I was looking at. And I think that's a top 10 time ever. Yeah, I, um, I, I didn't really look at times going into it. Um, didn't really know what to expect much. But my partner, who I'd never really met before, um, Mark Bottenhorn, um, he's awesome. But he, um, after the race, told me we were like top three. Or, or I, I think the third fastest in the U.S., U.S. times. Um, okay. I, I didn't do a lot of research going in, but I do, um, kind of friends with Alex and she had told me she was running. And then like, I saw Chris was running. I was like, man, it's going to be a stacked doubles. <laughs> so it really was. So, uh, in high rocks, you did a, a doubles before that too, right though? Was that I your did, second high rocks doubles? Um, yes. In November, um, I did it with a, a friend, um, a college friend that I had, um, in, it, it was fun. it was fun then too. It was it was a good time. He just um, he's not really in that world, um, and we just yeah. kind of we didn't really we just kind of went out to see what it was all about. So it's a great introduction to just the sport in general and to just like what the demands are. But the doubles, I'm assuming, has like its own demands. So when you like, what were you most surprised about? Like in terms of like the challenges, like what's the hardest part with the doubles? Um, I don't, I don't know. Um, I mean, you gotta strategize a little bit, I think. And I think the hardest part, um, for me, like even working the two times I've done it, um, is both partners that I chose were not 
local partners. <laughs> so there's mm -hmm. not like being able to strategize. We can just strategize, you know, um, virtually or over the phone or whatever, but like getting in there and like switching the skier or switching the row or kind of like that part or, and really kind of deciding like at one point we were like, should we do 250 on the row or should we just, you know, stick with it and do a 500 because the transition. Um, so, you know, I, th I feel like the transitions and just talking through those, those zones is probably, um, the most difficult. Um, but it seems like there's a lot of strategy that could be involved with it and like that you might not even like for me, if I went to that race, I'd be like, ah, we'll just figure it out and it'll be fine. But you probably lose a ton of time. Done, but yeah. now that Mark and I kind of made it to Vegas, now we're like, well, maybe we should strategize a little bit more on, you know, each zone. So, so you guys just went and like, was it when you got tired, you'd flip or when you started to run out of juice? Cause it's almost like a sprint each time. Each yeah. Yeah, we kind of went in it with like a rough, um, you know, strategy, like, hey, let's try and do this. But obviously, if, you know, we're in it and we we start, you know, our numbers start dropping below this, let's just switch, you know, better to better to do that. So we that's kind of how we um, went in it. And then now, you know, just seeing the, the splits and seeing the different times, we know where we should like push a little bit more or where we need to kind of focus on a little bit more. Um, and so that's kind of what we're doing now ish. So you're going to kind of talk it out a little bit more. Cause that's something else like that I would worry about in an event like that is just remembering what to do. Cause that, like there's already uh, eight different stations where, you know, having some sort of plan to get through it, like it, it, it's helpful, but then like how many times you're going to switch back and forth. That seems just like to add another piece of just, Mental and that's that's kind of why we stress. said we kind of went in with it with like that soft strategy. Like, here's what we you know think we could do, but like once we're in it, if it if you know if everything hits the fan or or that's not how it works out, we just got to kind of roll with it. And I think we both um, did relatively well for like not knowing who each other were and and really like <laughs> our and weaknesses and and whatever. So um, yeah. Was it hard to like make decisions? Cause I, 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 you know what I mean? I just wouldn't have halfway through that race. I don't, my brain is just like, yeah. I don't even remember anything that happens during the race. So I could imagine trying to make a decision and being able to be decisive if like it's the right decision was probably right. hard or did you just not even worry about it? You're just like, I'm just going to move when it's time to move. Yep. I think we just were like, just give it your all. And then when you need a break, just tell the person, you know, you need a break. Um, and then in the running, he's a big runner, um, like knows paces and all that. And I don't know any of that. So I just kind of followed his lead with the running. Um, and with everything else, we just were like, Hey, kind of split everything. Our, our goal going into it was like split everything 50, 50 relatively. Mm. And even, even sled, I mean, we were trying to split, um, split everything. So, um, and then, you know, we, you know, ideally we were like, let's push an entire length on the, on the sled push, but getting in there, we were like halfway, you know, halfway down, we're like, oh, we need a break and, and just kind of switched off. But uh, I mean, yes, there can be strategy, but obviously, you know, like when you're in it, you know, sometimes some of that stuff goes out the window and you just got to learn to roll with it, you know? And that's like more like a traditional sport then, right? Like, I mean, there's strategy around it but you kind of have to be able to make the choices 
and like trust in your choices in those moments. Um, so it's like, it has to be 50, 50. I, I probably like right. a loose plan is probably the best, like having like 80% yeah. of it planned and being able to yeah. kind of and, to monitor. And that. I mean, because if, if like, you know, 20 wall, 15 wall balls in, like I started to struggle, I just like tapped him and, and he was got to be ready to kind of jump back in, even though if, if he wasn't like fully, um, you know, recovered, um, you know, we're just ready to kind of do what, do what we can. So I thought we did all right. So where is that, where is that going to put you then for, for, so you guys are doing Vegas? Yeah, I think so. Um, I eventually, um, would like to probably do one solo. It kind of scares me a little bit. Um, just the volume. <laughs> um, but I know I can do it. I just, the, the training. How are the sleds for you? I can push it, but Good. I, don't know how. <laughs> I don't know if I could, you know, but I, but I, you know, I watch the, the elite girls and I mean, everyone struggles. So I feel like I, I don't know. I have no idea how I would do by myself. Um, but I mean, I did, I split it with him 50, 50 on the sleds. Cause so. that's the pro women weight, right? Yeah. Like that would be the weight that you would have to push for individual. Yeah. So that's gotta give some confidence that yeah. you've, you've felt it at least. I know. I feel like I can do it. It's just, I'm kind of like more of a, I wouldn't say I'm a sprinter, but like definitely the shorter races, um, I'm pretty like speed wise. And so like having to slow down on the rower a little bit, having to slow down on the ski, like a thousand mm. meters on the ski seems like super daunting to me. I don't know. Um, Have you done, um, so I don't think your background's traditional running, right? No. Um, no, I Did, think uh, <laughs> like Botten or, or Mark was asking me what, like when we started to kind of like, Hey, we're going to do this. He's like, what's your, what's your 5k? And I was like, I have no idea what my 5k is. <laughs> um, but I ran three miles for the OCR stars. And so I was like, I have a three mile time because I just did it in November. Uh, but even before that, I was like, I have no idea what I could run three miles in. Um, like I really mm -hmm. had no clue. I actually ran a timed one mile the other day and had no idea what I was like shooting for. So running, um, I'm good at it, but I don't know like my times very well right like it sounds like your partner has like a runner nerd background like like myself so i know like all yeah, the he's times like, that's how that relates to everything like, what? what do you mean what's my cadence <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like my speech <laughs> cadence <laughs> yeah, yeah what was yeah. your mile um i ran in 532 but i think i could have probably ran faster the uh, the mile and the 5k they're, they're both like they're short but there needs to be like a certain amount of sharpness to it. Like yeah. you almost can't nail a mile until you've done like four miles in like two months or something like that. Right. You have to like and know I, what to do. Did you right. I, and I, I did it like two days after high rocks doubles. Um, so my legs were so little, <laughs> little fatigued, but, um, so I've been working with Yancey, um, doing some of his like online stuff. And, um, he, I was trying to talk to him about it and we, and I had like hill sprints afterwards. So I was like, I probably need to do it in the gym. I can't go to the track and then immediately go into hill sprints. Cause we don't have that here in Florida. Um, so I just, I did it on the tread. So I was like, what number do I put it at? Like I, I had really kind of, I didn't, didn't really know, but now I know a little bit more. So I think I could probably do, I don't know, five twenty, five fifteen, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. I'll do it again at some point. Yeah. 
So you're you're definitely good at running based off of just how little like formalized like training that there's been just to kind of be able to and what was your three mile again? Because that was one of the top three mile 18, times too. It was like six minute flats. So um yeah, 18, six flats. Yeah. I yeah. feel like I died afterwards, but <laughs> what's that? I said I felt like I died afterwards. Um but yeah. And that was kind of before I even like met like started working with Yancey and before. So I don't know, maybe if I tried it again, I could probably, maybe I could do a little better. It's like one of those things that it's cool to know kind of, but it doesn't matter that much. I don't know what it does for me, but yeah. (laughs) Right. Exactly. It's just so you can have those conversations with runner nerds and you can just be like, Oh yeah, my cadence is 170. Um, So then Going into Vegas and outside of the strategy, is there is there parts where you th- you think you guys are going to have to work on together? And like, basically, what I where, when you when I see these doubles, right, the way that the format for uh, the way Hyrax does it, it's basically like whoever is the slower runner, that's really where the the ceiling can be in, t- in terms of your total time. Where when teams show up with uh, like Viola uh, Oberlander, who is one of the best in the world in individuals. She has like the, her and a partner have the uh, mixed doubles world championship. So when it's a team with like her or like Alex or like you, like the, this, the times get much faster. The ceiling is, the floor is raised so much higher. Um, so right there, you already have an advantage. Uh, so like, where do you think that you could gain time? Like, what are you going to do outside of just like the, the planning? Or is it basically going to be like, let's have a plan and let's see how it goes. I mean, it's still kind of that soft plan, I think. Um, but we definitely saw, we knew kind of going into it. I mean, Mark's a really good runner, but he's not the biggest guy. So we knew going into it, the sled was the push and the pull were going to be probably our slower ones. And they were, um, so we're hoping to maybe try and speed that up (laughs) a little bit. And then, um, but the, there were, I mean, the last, like, I mean, we, we did pretty well on the, on on the burpees and the lunges and some other things. So we're kind of focusing on like strength, I think, like just trying to push the sled faster. <laughs> I don't know, transitioning maybe a little bit quicker. At... The sleds are one of those things that like you can kind of figure out a little bit more. Like there's definitely a base level of strength that you need, but when you start pushing it more and more often that it's, it's going to like, you'll be more familiar with it, but cause that carpet's see, a whole. Right. Does, I see people have like different, um, just like sometimes a little bit different techniques. Everyone kind of is pushing it a little bit different. So, um, so that's something to play around with. That's something that like, did you push it like up on, up by your shoulders? Yeah, I was bent arms and then, yeah, it was like right here. But then I see some, like, I see some people like putting it on their biceps and kind of like pushing yeah. it that way and then like putting their face like on the weights and like really like just. I don't know. So that's, yeah. that's what, that's what I do. Um, I think Crystal Glosky does that too. Like her, I think her face yeah. was, her chin was like on the pole yeah. for the weights. Like she got that. When you get that much closer, like it really, like you can get your glutes into it a little bit more. You can't, you can't like fully extend your, your quads. So there's like, it will, it's like a little limiting, but it gets a, li- a lot more like range of muscle involved. So I, I found it helpful because like, I'm not the strongest guy out there. So I need to kind of just like really get into it as much as I can. Yeah. So it could be worth playing around with it. Yeah. I think that's kind of our, our relative focus. You know? Yeah. And 
so you've been doing a couple of different things with the high rock. So it's cool. You're going to go to, to the world championships. Um, Cause I think you guys have a shot at the podium. Like I mean, be right in the mix. Alex and her partner, I don't think are doing it. <laughs> right. And then I'm not sure if Chris is doing it. Um, but I think some of the doubles are all kind of like, they might be top single people. So I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah. Cause I, I think Chris is right. Up. Yeah. Who, who's going to go? Gonna I know I one or two teams. Know a lot of the doubles. Yeah. Yeah. Cause Alex will be in big bear like the next day. So Britt yeah. might have a different partner, but um, yeah. And Chris, I think is like right on the edge of being in the elite. So I, we wouldn't put it past her to do both anyway. That's She'd just how she rolls. She's going to do, she's gonna do the relay too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so as we're talking, it's uh, the Thursday, April 21st, but this weekend is the GORA games and you're, you're in, you're, you're doing it. I, um, I saw like some athletes a couple months ago posting about it. I'm like, what is this thing? So I sent Nancy, um, my online coach, a message. I was like, what is this thing? I think I want to do it. He's like, you sure? I was like, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but let's <laughs> try it. <laughs> and he's like, cool. Let's, you know, since, I mean, I'm super new to all of this. So just trying to still trying to figure out like what I enjoy the most and what I'm kind of best at and, and just trying to kind of just see what it's all about. But, um, so yeah, I I um, sent them a message. They said registration or whatever for the athletes were was closed, uh, but they said I could submit my three like um, I could qualify mm -hmm. by by doing those three um, exercises or, or events. And so I did, and I qualified. So that was cool. And um, now that it's here, I'm like, oh man, what did I get myself into? Because <laughs> because the way that they kind of pitched it, right? It was like. Uh, it's obviously rucking, so there's going to be some sort of weighted component to it. And then it's like Savage was involved and Rogue was involved. So it's like, oh, is it also going to be like meet like rucking meets CrossFit meets OCR? Uh, right. So it's kind of like what the pitch was, right? What do you think? I mean, at this point, I don't think you know much, right? I don't think they're – I think they're being pretty close to the chest on like what the details are. What do you yeah, know? I, I honestly know nothing all – all I was told was that I needed to be there by 5 p.m. tomorrow. Um, and thankfully, I live in Tampa, so I'm like um, three and a half, four hours away. So I'm leaving in the morning sometime. But um, but really, I don't know. Like I was telling – I mean, I was like, I have trail shoes and I've got running shoes. That's about it. But like I'm like, I don't know what shoes to bring. I don't know what like, you know, clothes. I mean, really, they didn't give us much information. I mean, the three qualify, qualifying events, none of it was – obstacle type events. Right. So I was hoping it was going to be more like rucking because I'm not that great at obstacles, but, um, but we'll see. And then I saw Savage I after, after, after I applied, I saw Savage was going to be there and I ran a Savage, I don't know, a few months ago and did terrible at it. And so I was like, Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> was it the rig? Which one did you do the one in yeah. Florida? Yeah, I did fine all the way until the rig. Um, and I just, I mean, I, I'm, I mean, I just struggled. And then by the time I like, I just sat on it for a while. My grip was just done. And, you know, that so. is what happens in those races there. They, they take bands and like, especially in a savage in particular, cause it's like, 
a Spartan race, you can just kind of get by. Like if you're right, relatively like, athletic or have I'll some strength. Burpees. Like, let me just do some burpees. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. You can, you can get a penalty out of it. So like Savage is strange that way. Right. Cause it's like, I don't know. Like the fitness component isn't the main piece. It seems right. like it's like the secondary piece. And mm -hmm. so it's like what, whatever you think is, should be the definition of obstacle racing. Um, but they make them a little bit, I think they're a little too hard sometimes. I I thought it was hard, but I mean, again, I, I just don't, I think I, it would be better if I trained obstacles more and did like the different. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so it's just, I don't do that. So. Okay. So we saw the, um, the layout, I think I saw it posted somewhere that it seems like it's a pretty small obstacle area. Um, then it's like a bigger rig. Uh, so, and then like a bunch of sandbags and stuff. So like, what do you like, what do you think the breakdown is going to be? Have you been trying to run it through your brain or are you even not trying to think about what it's, what the I specifics are going to be at all? <laughs> I'm like, just give me a long run and hopefully I can get some points running. Um, uh, I really don't know. I, I hope it's less obstacles, more sandbags. Like, cause they, they, when they sent out the email, they said, um, and I don't, I honestly don't know if this was sent to like all of Sandlot Jack's go ruck people, or if it was just sent to like the invited athletes, but they said like sprinting, rowing, climbing, jumping, rucking or something like that. So they said like those, mm -hmm. like, and so, I really have no idea what to expect. I saw, I did see something on Instagram. I saw, I mean, I saw rope climbs for like Rogue posted that, but other than that, like, I, I really don't know. But the, and they said no barbells. So not like CrossFit. Uh -huh. Right, right. Anything that would be a barbell movement will be with a sandbag, right? Yeah. It'd be like sandbag cleans or sandbag thrusters or something like that. Yep. And probably, or just like doing it with your ruck or something right. like that. Um, okay. How long do you hope the ruck's going to be? Because it, it's the way I'm thinking it's going to be. There's going to be, I'm guessing it's going to finish with a ruck. So I guess like it's probably gonna be like three or four, like three events in the morning and then finish with like some sort of really long ruck. And then that's how they'll kind of whittle down the top yeah, you, eight. Right. Only top eight um, go. So I don't know. Um, our, our event, our qualifying event was a five mile. Um, so I'm, a, I'm assuming like five or more. I'd eight. I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm thinking I, it's going to be like 13 or 15. Really? I mean, yeah, I think it's going to be long. Ran, I haven't ran more than that five mile or well, one. I, don't, I just don't, I should run more. Um, but I, <laughs> I, I ran like my long run today and it was four and a half miles. Um, and I just get like kind of bored um, and don't have a ton of time, but um but yeah, I, but I think I could, I could do it. I'd be, I'm more comfortable with a 13 mile ruck than I am like probably the obstacles. And I've never done a 13 mile ruck. I imagine the obstacles are going to be a very small part of it. Okay. Like, Cause they're not, it's not, I mean, <laughs> maybe I'm just trying to make you feel better, but okay. it, it, there's, they're inviting people from all different aspects. Right. And this is the go ruck game. So they're not just going to want OCR athletes to come and smash everybody. They're going to want to like, feature strength stuff, feature some like Metcani type work just to kind of yeah. even it out. If it's like, if there's obstacles on every event, like it would just be OCR yeah. and be redundant. So I bet you'll see okay. it twice. Okay. That makes me feel a little better. Yeah. But again, I don't, I know, I know less than you. Um, 
so when when I'm looking at this, so it seems like you're really you really are trying to kind of branch out and try a lot of different different things. Like you mentioned, yeah. you did Savage. We talked about the Deca stuff, um, and you're seeing some success here and there. Uh, like, can you've only been doing this type of work in this type of arena for like a couple of months now? So, like, is that something that you're always looking for? Are you always looking for like a different type of challenge? Like, how did you even like come to here? Um, so I did my, I did my first Spartan ever. Um, I signed up, uh, for West Virginia, um, the trifecta last, like end of August last year, um, through a, a friend that I work out with. And he was like, Hey, I think he does them like all the time. Um, and he was mm -hmm. like, Hey, I think you do really good at like a Spartan. And I was like, I mean, I'm, I've always been, um, like competitive and, you know, I, um, always kind of worked out and whatnot, but never have I done like those type of races, even like random five K's and 10 K's. I don't really sign up for that stuff. I've just kind of, I mean, over the last seven, 10 years, I've been, got married and had three kids. So I just kind of have done that for like the past bit, but, um, but he, he encouraged me to sign up and it was literally, I think I signed up two weeks before the West Virginia, um, race for the trifecta. And I was like, I'm just going to, if I'm going to, if I'm going to fly all the way to West Virginia, I was like, I might as well do all three races. Um, so I, I got my husband, we found some cheap flights and we went out there. Um, my husband came with me. He only did the, the longer one, whatever that one's called. Beast. The beast. Yeah. yeah. He did, he did the beast. And then I did the, the sprint and the, I don't even know all the names. What's the next You got to get, you got to get the vocabulary down. That's how no. new. It's bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> super, super uh, distance is the middle one. Super and sprint. That's what it was. Um, so I did those two and actually I raced a age group and I got first in both of those. And oh. so, it, and it was then that I was like, man, I, it was fun being on the podium. It was fun, like winning. And I was like, I don't know, I kind of like this. And then after that, I think I, I think at that race, I like started following Alex Walker. Like I saw her or something. And then I kind of saw that she worked with Yancey. And so I, mm -hmm. I just started kind of like following certain people on social media and, and kind of like fell into it that way. And then, um, and then I think it was OCR. Um, I think that was the next or the OCR, OCR um, stars. And then, so I saw that and I was like, it was 30 bucks to sign up online. I can do that. That's easy. You know? Um, and then I did that. And then I don't know. I don't know what else. I, I don't know if I signed up for anything else after that, but, um, I think I did a local, um, Spartan. There was one like a, um, city one, but I just started, you know, trying to find like a little bit closer, um, events. And then I saw that high rocks was in Dallas, which is where I'm from. And so I was like, Oh, well I'm in Dallas for, um, Thanksgiving. So let me, let me just, you know, drive and do the high rocks while I'm visiting family. Um, so that's why I did that one. And then it just kind of started seeing that I could, I was actually kind of in, in the top running on, on some of the stuff. So I was like, man, this is, this is fun. So, um, so then I started talking to Yancey a little bit more and I actually started actually doing his workouts about three weeks ago. Um, so oh, nice. Yeah. Um, before I was just doing at a local gym here, kind of going to like some group fitness stuff. Um, and Yancey was like, wait, you're doing, you podiumed, um, age group and you don't even like actually run longer than like two miles. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he was like, if you actually train specifically, I think you could actually do really well. Um, so yeah, I mean, I mean that the that you have a knack for it, obviously going because West Virginia is like a you won the age group 
You won the B stage group? No, no. The oh, oh, the super and the sprint. Okay, super and sprint. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So even just to come out and to be able to to do that well, because yeah, people spend all of their time training for this stuff. So to come yeah. out and do no, well so right I, away. I mean, I'm definitely, um, you know, thankful that I can I can do that, and and uh, it's pretty cool. So if I could like train a little bit more, and so then I signed up. I was like, oh, I qualified for elite, um, mm -hmm. and then. I think the first elite race I ran was this year um, in Jacksonville as well. Um, the it was a it was a sprint it? super. I think it was a yeah, super. Yeah. I think yeah, yeah. Saturday um, Sunday. Yeah. So how do you how do you well, comparing the two things right? Because now that there is this hybrid racing, which is more like what OCR Stars is and what Deca and High and High Rocks is, and versus traditional OCR like. What do you think of the two compared to each other? Like, do you, ha do you find yourself gravitating toward one versus the other, or are you still trying to work that out? Um, I think the OCR is really fun. Like, um, the obstacles are, are fun. Um, when you, when you actually can get them. Um, but I think for me, I, I feel like the hybrid, um, it's just easier for me to train. Uh, I don't have mm -hmm. a, a local gym that has a bunch of the ninja or the obstacle type stuff. Um, so finding a gym like that is harder for me. Whereas the hybrid, I feel like it's a little easier to train for. And you kind of have to live near trails. And if you want to be yeah. really competitive, you kind of yeah. need to live near mountains, which right. Florida, not necessarily known for either of those things. No, no. So I, um, we have a, a really long sidewalk along the water where I live. And I mean, it's a big sidewalk. Everyone's always out there. And I, I just try to run on the grass, <laughs> but it's not really. My <laughs> that, 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 that's trails. <laughs> that's, my, that's my trail running. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. So, so I think, I mean, I think, yeah, if I lived in Colorado or, or Utah or somewhere, you know, like that, I think the obstacle um, one would be more, but I, I'm kind of leaning more towards the hybrid or the decas, like the decas are, are fun. So, yeah. Do you, do you feel like you're enjoying those more or versus OCR or is it kind of the same? Um, I mean, I enjoy both of them, to be honest. I honestly, I get like, I'm not as confident in the OCR. Like I, mm -hmm. like, like just talking about go ruck games. I'm just not as confident when it comes to like the obstacles, those like, just tend to get me, I don't know, worked up. And, and um, I mean, I enjoy a challenge, so I still really enjoy that. Um, but I, but I feel like naturally it's just easier to train for the other. Yeah. And that's the thing. And like enjoying the training's part of it too. Like right. when I look at it for myself, I'm, I lean more in the hybrid now because I like the training better. I still, I like the variety yeah. as opposed to, just working on obstacles and doing going to a ninja gym and just doing ninja gym stuff over and over, even though like there's certainly a variety of stuff you can do in ninja gyms, but right. for OCR, it's like pretty small, like what you need to do and just like drilling on those things. Right. And like I said, I, I'm like, I'll, I can go out and run 13 miles. I just don't like doing that a lot. So <laughs> I'd rather, I don't know, row and ski and bike and, and kind of do those kind of endurance. Oh, that's what I was going to ask. Have you ever done, have you done a marathon? Like a half or anything? You haven't done anything that long? I, yeah. I did, a, I did a half marathon when I was in nursing school back in like 2011, maybe, um, just for fun. Like didn't, just went out with a friend and did it. And honestly, I couldn't even tell you my time. So I, I, that's bad. I have no it's idea. It's just, 
Yeah, it's like kind of like like well, just what you were saying, going from like doubles or like Deca into like a full high rocks. That's kind of the difference, right? It's like the one is like a fast five k, ten k on the road, and the other one's like a, a marathon. So it is just like the volume and like the pacing of things. It needs to just be like a lot of time spent there um, for when you do do an individual. Yes, I know. That's and that's my thing. Like I, I, I mean, I work out and train almost every day, you know. Um, but it's my my window of training is pretty small. Um, so I've just mm-hmm. got to be efficient when I do. And so that's like the, the full high rocks is a little daunting because I'm, I'm good with a 500 row. I feel confident, but like a thousand and then all the other stuff, I feel like I just need to like double up all my training. So I don't know. Kind of, because it is just like a lot of stuff and it's a lot of, a lot of volume for sure. Yeah. Um, so when you kind of found your way into this competition again, like out, like, like you mentioned, you had a, a chunk of time, like building, building a life, working, doing the whole deal. Um, but you were obviously still staying active, um, staying fit. Like if you could come in and do well in these events, like almost right away, like you were doing stuff, right? right. So like, what was it to then for you to then, turn into competition again after so much time like kind of spent away? I think it was just, you know, when my friend asked me to go and then I went, I mean, I've always been competitive. Um, but when he asked me, um, to go and we went and I, and I actually did good. And when I realized I did good without really like having to, to train differently than what I've just been doing for the last, you know, 10 years, um, I was like, wow, this, I didn't even, I honestly didn't even know there was a world of elite OCR. I thought it was just some, a race that everybody just goes out and does for fun. You know, like I didn't, I've seen Tough Mudder. I've heard of Spartan, but never, I didn't know there was like, you know, sponsored athletes and like, athletes. this was like, yeah, yeah. I, I hadn't, I had no idea. And then when, like I said, when I started following Alex and it just like trickled down and started like, um, seeing all these athletes, I was like, wow, I, I think I could like, maybe hang with some of them. I don't know. And so that, that just kind of sparked that and, and made it more of a, a purpose of training. I mean, I, I, I work out every day and have for a, a long time, but like it gave it more of a purpose, I think, to see that there were. Was there, was there a competitive outlet in your training? Like, were you doing things that were more like CrossFit time-based, like rounds-based or like, what was your outlet before you kind of came into this? Cause it sounded like this, uh, like rekindled the, like a, yeah. a competition against other people at least. Right. Um, so what so was I've it been, like? Yeah. Um, before I had kids, I did CrossFit a little bit for maybe, maybe a year or two. Um, and, but I never did any like CrossFit competitions, just like, you know, you compete and write your names on the board and compete against the right, next right. or whatever. But, um, and then after that, I've been, I've been, pretty much at this like local, um, gym here down the street. And it's, it's a, it's similar to like an orange theory. Like you've got like treadmills and then you've got weights and whatever, but there weren't really like, there weren't big like competitions within that gym, but I just, I was always competing against the person running next to me. They didn't, they might not, be, (laughs) but, but, um, in, in my head I was, but no, I just, um, you know, I, I, I did play soccer in college and that was kind of my, um, you know, I was been competitive from then. Um, and it's, and it just, I don't know, it kind of 
once I, I ran that race in West Virginia, it was just like, wow, I, I didn't realize there was all this stuff. And it just kind of, like you said, hit a, sparked something. Does it feel good to have it back? Is it something that yeah. were you like, when it came back, were you like, oh my God, I was missing this. Yeah. It's so, it's super fun. Um, like I said, it just gives you like training more of a purpose, like something like, what are you training for before? I'd be like, I don't know, just to feel good, you know, but now it's like, oh, I'm training for high rocks, Vegas or, you know, whatever there, but it gets, it gets difficult, you know, because I, I do still have, you know, my whole, my family and they're really active. And so I have to kind of pick and choose what I'm, what I'm signing up for. Like there was, this rock. And then like next weekend, somebody else asked me to do something. And I was like, I had to, you know, say no, because I got to make some of my kids games and stuff. So yeah, you could, you could go, you could do stuff every single weekend and it's hard yeah. not to, especially, especially in your shoes, right. Where it's like, what else, what else is there? Like, and like right. learning Nothing's really off the table. Um, right. You know, like I'll try anything. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I got to pick and choose trying to like, just do like maybe one big thing a month. So we've, we're seeing some athletes come cause the sport's not that old, right? Like maybe like if you've been in the, the, this been around for 10 years, that's like, you're an OG. So we're seeing some female athletes compete and lead to start a family and then come back. Right. So they had the competition of this specific sport, or you see it a lot in marathoning or like running in general. Um, Team sports, probably not as much, I guess, but uh, in this endurance field, like you, you, you will see that happen where, you know, they, like, they know how to get to themselves to a certain point. So when they come back, it's like, they can kind of figure out how to adjust. I I'm, I'm guessing, but for you, where you weren't necessarily, you didn't have this endurance endeavor and you're picking it up kind of after. So like, how has it been for you to like, take the life that you've had and kind of like change like the way you're training and like the way you're racing like how's that been to to figure that out has it been has it been a big adjustment yeah i mean like, like i said i've i do have like that narrow um time frame to to work out and so i'm still still working in that that time frame just trying to be a little bit more efficient with my workouts and instead of i actually stopped going to that group fitness gym just because um I felt like half the time I was gone, I was spending chatting with friends. Um, but <laughs> I need to go to the gym and actually utilize my whole hour and a half that I have instead of only working out for 45 minutes of it. Um, so I've been, you know, kind of changing, you know, that format a little bit and just, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like I, I have brought my, my oldest, she's seven. I've brought her along with, uh, with me. She's done a couple Spartans herself. Um, so it's fun to incorporate them as well. And, and I think they enjoy watching me too, which is, it makes it, makes it fun. And then my husband as well. Um, he's done a couple Spartans and, um, we're actually taking a, a summer road trip and, um, planning it around that. I think it's in Asheville. There's a Spartan in Asheville sometime this summer. In July. July. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, um, yeah, it's at the end of July, I think. Um, so we're like, okay, well, we'll, um, well, that's when we'll take our little family trip and get a van and kind of go, go to North Carolina and stuff. So kind of just, um, you know, family's definitely first for me, um, obviously. And, but it's fun to, to, you know, have them involved too. And, and like I said, have the kids kind of do, they did a sad, they did the little kids savage, which is, (laughs) 
sports is more fun to me watching them race than it is me racing myself. But with well, a savage in particular, because because the rig is hard and yes. probably better the to watch to watch out. Yes. <laughs> no. Do they have um, yes. Do they have fun? Like, do, do, are the kids' races fun for kids? I can't tell if it's just the parents are like, "I'm going, yeah. you're going," or so, are they? Do they get it? Yeah. So my daughter, yes. Like my mom has told me, like from the beginning, she was like, "It's crazy watching." My daughter's name's Miller. She's like, "It's crazy watching her race because she is you." And she like <laughs> everything she does is like she loves it and like. I think her one of she ran the one in Jacksonville and I was like um, I was talking to her about it and I was like which one which obstacle did you like the most and it was this it's a I don't know how tall the wall was but it was pretty tall and most kids weren't getting over it and she like she like really worked really hard and it was a tough one for her but she got it and after after the race you know I was talking to her I was like which which obstacle was your favorite and she was like that that wall and I was like that was the hardest one she was like I know I just I, I, you know, and she like, she loves the competition, the harder it is, the better, like she's, that's just her. But then my son, he, his first was, he ran a savage, he's five. So a little bit of immaturity kind of there too, but like not even halfway through all these kids go out. Like, I mean, they're like bolts out of the gate, you know, and I'm like, slow down. It's, you know, they, um, I, and I tell them every time, but they still go out like fire. But, um, but my son, like the first quarter of it, I like look over at him and he like just starts bawling. He's like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> and I was like, you're fine. You're fine. Walk. It's okay. And he got through it. And, but after, after the race and he got his medal, he was like, okay, okay. I'd do that again. But halfway through it, he was not wanting to do it. <laughs> so was I, it I just cause it was, cause it was like hard. He went out too hard. It was just like think, not feeling good. I think he went out really hard and like he was, re- he realized, Oh crap, I got a ton more to go. And I already like, I'm tired. <laughs> do you see it as like a viable option for like a sport? Like if they started to do like a uh, club obstacle racing or something like that, you know, cause you could do like little club, little like club cross country and stuff or like, you know, little kids soccer. Yeah. Um, do you think that would be something that kids would do? I think so. I think my daughter would love it. I mean, again, she's seven. Um, but I think she would, I think it would be really cool. I mean, you start, you're starting to see like the kid ninja like stuff. Um, and there's like a, there's a gym. It's, it's about 45 minutes away from me, but they have, um, we've gone, my daughter's gone to a couple of their classes, like kid ninja classes and they're, she loves them. They're fun. So I think it, I think it would be a lot of fun. Yeah. The ninja stuff that, don't the Spartans, don't they have a kid version like a, that they actually like make it a competitive thing? Yeah. yeah, I think they do. I don't know if they've had it since COVID, but there was definitely okay. a youth world championship at one point. And I loved it because it was like these these kids were going hard. Right. Yeah. Like, And that's like something that yeah. the value in this sport is like that it is hard. And like the more that you can like persevere. Right. Like that's. The lesson right and so i love yeah. when seeing like younger kids try real hard at stuff like this i think it's oh, great yeah. and like i said it's it's more fun for me obviously watching and cheering on these kids sometimes than you know doing it myself so um but it's yeah it's really fun so with your your background as a, a soccer athlete do you do you do you think about i mean and however long that that was and i don't really necessarily know if it 
like how much that kind of sticks around. Do you, can you point back to some things that you've done as an athlete to now like explain some of your early success? Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I've like, even though I've never been like a organized or runner, you know, I've always been, had good endurance. I mean, I've, you know, from the, from the get go, I, you know, I played, um, mostly center mid, which is just known for being up and down the field, um, running, you know, six to eight miles a game easy. Um, but, um, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. I mean, um, I kind of, I don't genetics, natural competitiveness. I don't, I don't know. I feel like I just, um, was, I don't know how to answer that actually. Um, I mean, it's probably like, that was always a thing that was frustrating when I was uh, in high school and I ran cross country and track and uh, a soccer player would come out for in, in Pennsylvania where I grew up, the men's soccer was in the fall. And so they could come out and run spring track. Um, Was it like that in Texas too? Or when did, when was um, I did run track in I did run track in high school um, a little bit, like the four hundred and maybe the eight hundred. Um, but once I, I did, and I did it like yeah, I could do both. But soccer at, in high school, high school soccer wasn't big in Texas, so I did like oh. the, club, the club stuff. Um, oh right. So that's I, interesting. So I did, yeah, I did do track a little, like just when I could make a meet, I would go to a meet, um, kind of thing. Uh, but yeah. yes, I was naturally kind of good at it. Didn't go to like track practice and stuff like that. Right. That would, that would be the thing. Like someone would come out and be on our like four by eight and be like yep. really good. And like, I'd be like, you would be such a key component to our cross country team. And you're like, kind of okay at soccer. Just like come out <laughs> and do cross yeah. country for us. And then, yeah, I was, I was coaching a high school team too. Same kind of thing. It's like, I can't tell these kids that they're not good at soccer, but like, mm-hmm. I wish that they could, they could understand because they get the soccer players are like probably some of the best runners that we've ever seen played soccer and just never were runners, <laughs> you right. know, they, yeah. just based off I mean, like, I, I've always been good demands. at running, just never ran, ran the specifics. So you did club in lieu of your, your team, your actual high school. Yeah, I did high school too. It just was not, it was like kind of a, not, I don't want to say. Oh, you could do both. But- you could, yeah, I think I remember high school being in the winter, um, but it just, high school wasn't what got me to college. You know what I mean? Like it right. was like high school was definitely um, just for fun and wasn't that big of a deal. Um, it was definitely our club kind of academy type soccer um, that I started, I started playing when I was like 10 or 11, like uh, more competitive soccer. And then um, that's what got me to college for sure. Because that's where you get seen, right? And that's where yeah. all the good players yeah. are. So to be yeah. – because like, you can play – All that stuff. Yeah. Like if you could play in like your conference tournament for high school and be like the best player, but everyone else is like not that good. So it doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. Um, well, how That's one thing that I find interesting and like that is uh, – that I think – it almost seems stressful. And like, you seems like you got put in that system pretty early. Um, and like, you just wrote it all the way through and like, did you special? And so you specialized almost immediately, right? Yeah. And you said your daughter's and, seven and you, you specialized not much later than what, no. how old she and is. I, and I honestly don't see her like she, I mean, she has it 
Um, I didn't really have a lot of options when I grew up. It was like soccer and I didn't really play a bunch of anything else. I didn't, sorry, they're running around if you can hear them. Yeah, we, we, um, we, we, it's, it's expected. <laughs> okay. Um, but she's, she actually is like, we're, we've got her in multiple sports. So I, it's going to be hard when she wants to kind of, or half need to specialize. I don't know when that the right time is. I did it because there was really, it was, I didn't really have a lot of options. Um, and my mom was just like hmm. playing soccer. That's like kind of it. Um, but, um, but yeah, I, I did. I mean, but nowadays I, I go, like, I actually just went, when I was back in Dallas, I went and saw my old coach and her, I mean, now the academy, the soccer academy is starting even earlier. Like they have the academy starting at like six and seven. These kids are like practicing three times a week. And I'm like, I can't imagine because that's too much. Did you feel, yeah, I feel like that is also too much, but like it, at a point it's going to be like, the, I feel like the kid wouldn't be like, why am I even, what is this? Like once right. they start to mature, it's, be like, what am I, do I like this? Is this something right. that I want to do? My husband and I both are on the same pages. I'd rather our kids be like, you know, full, like athletes, like play different sports and have different seasons and be able to play multiple. I feel like that will benefit them more in life than than just sticking with one sport and carrying it on. I feel like they'll get burnout. What was your experience like? Do you feel like that you did get to that burnout point or was there I, always like a passion there for it? Yeah, I definitely didn't feel like I got burnout, but I also, um, I mean, people definitely did a lot more than I did. Like I wasn't going to like these extra skills practices and doing all this extra stuff. I, I kind of, just did my two days a week and, and played my games on the weekend kind of thing. Um, but, um, but I mean, I had a lot of friends even that I grew up playing soccer with that kind of burn out before they got to college or played one year in college and got burnout in college and stopped in college. Right. Cause then it's, then it is like a full time. Cause you ended up, did you play D one? Yeah. I, I played at Oklahoma state. So the, the sit is so it like worked. Right, like, because that's probably what a lot of these uh, clubs are, are 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 hoping for or are promising. Right, it's like we'll we'll pull, and huh, is it like a big marketing? So, like, would the club that you were belonging to in in Dallas will they be like pitch to parents and be like, we have hundred fifty D one athletes that came out of this I'm sure. this program? Yeah, I'm sure. absolutely. <laughs> um, um, but it, you know, I mean, not good for, I mean, and I'm sure they're going to have continued a lot of success. I just, I'd rather my kids be kind of in multiple things and let them to kind of decide. Cause how do you know what you want to do until you're a little bit older, at least? Yeah. And I wonder how that's going to go like with the, with, um, because that was something that when I was in high school, I think we're about the same age. Like I remember hearing there was a girl in our high school that, that did that similar thing, but they she didn't play for the team. She just went and played for the club. And it was such a weird concept at the time, but it was happening. Right. So now like the generation that like our kids are going to have and the parents that are going to be like you, right. They're going to see, they're going to have seen that. Like, do you think that that will like people will have more of an approach how you're, you're thinking now, or do you think it's going to be people who didn't specialize and wish they should have, and they're going to be like, or is that how it's going to be for forever? I really don't know. Um, cause I mean, I can see it already just with my kids and like their friends and, you know, s certain parents just like kind of, um, 
already trying to almost specialize in these things. And I, I don't know. Um, we'll, we'll see, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, cause you figure it's like, it's better to have the, the experience around for more, for more things. And now, well, you're now experience experimenting after that. Now you're getting your chance yeah. to, to try some different stuff. Dabble and some other stuff. Yeah, for sure. So what kind of, uh, so are you going to kind of continue this route for the year? Or are you going to just, pop into whatever seems exciting for you? Yeah, I kind of, um, I, I, like I said, I, I got to pick and choose what I, um, what I kind of sign up for just given family life and work life and all that. Um, so I've, I've kind of made a temporary schedule and if it works out, it works out. But, um, uh, so yeah, I've got the high rocks, um, well, game, uh, the go rock, and then I've got high rocks. Um, and then honestly, what's next? Um, I know my kids are going, we're going back to Dallas to visit family and I'm going to do like a Spartan stadium. Um, and then, Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, you haven't done yeah, one of those, have you? I actually did. I did. I did one at the end of last year. Um, maybe uh, around, um, Halloween. I did, um, Phil, uh, Philly. Um, Oh, you I did Citizens Bank? Yeah. I got fourth. You got fourth. Um, Oh, that's right. I do. I do remember that. That was, I was living in Philadelphia at the time. That was like the day of my honeymoon. <laughs> like we oh, left man. to go. It's like the oh, one race yeah. that I can like Uber to the start line, sleep in my yeah. bed. Um, Thinking, did you like the it, stadium? Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. Um, it was, and see, like, I like those obstacles cause they weren't too hard, <laughs> you know? So yeah. 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 And I'm like, those are, those are good. Um, but yeah, it was really fun. So I'm going to do the Dallas Stadium because my I'm going to be there just visiting family. Um, so I'm going to do that one. And then um, I think the next kind of like the ultimate um, is is DECA Worlds um, in end yeah. of November or mid-November. So that's kind of um, on the radar uh, if, if it all pans out and works out. So um, yeah. Cause, cause I mean, right now, yeah, you're the top deck a mile and top three in deck of fit. Your deck of fit seems like you went out pretty hard. I did. Yeah. That Is that was, the case? <laughs> I, definitely hundred percent. But I mean, and not, um, to make excuses for myself or anything, but like before that deck of fit, that was probably, well, I'd never touched a Ram. I'd never touched a um, torque thing. Uh, what's that? Um, yeah. Yeah. Torque tank. Yeah. The tank. Mm -hmm. Um, so I definitely went into it. I just not really knowing what to expect, but I also had been following Alex and been following, um, Chris and knew that they were going to be top. Um, you know, it was going to be kind of us in the top. Um, and so I knew I needed to kind of stay with him. So I really didn't know what my body could do or because I'd never kind of ran through it before. I've never kind of messed with some of that stuff, but um, I learned a lot during that race uh, for sure. Um, so if I, if I could go and, and redo, I'd probably change a little bit, but, um, but I mean, I, I, I'm not, you know, upset with how I, I did it. I also kind of just went out to and tried to see what I could do. So um yeah you have to figure it out right yeah like yeah and it's a bit longer of a race 
than what it kind of leads on, you know, yeah. and without any type of, so like having that running experience, that pacing experience, it does really help in something like that when it's like, right. oh, it should be like 10 K effort. And for your like, I don't I'm know what a like 10k ever feels like. I like just went out. I'm just going as hard as I can. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what I were some of the realize. takeaways you had from there? Um, that I had to pace myself just a tad more, but also, um, like I was, I went back and like when I saw seeing like the professional pictures and like saw videos and stuff and just like my form on some things, I didn't, you know, technique on like box jumps. I was like so much slower than like, I was like, Oh, that's how they, they do that. Or like the, I lost a lot, like 40 something seconds. I think it was on um, sit-ups and I just saw like where my body was positioned versus like where Chris was positioned. And I was like, Oh, I should have been, you know, sitting with my hips up more and, and just some, some mm -hmm. things like that, how she was throwing it and catching it. it. It was more like technique on some of the zones where I think I, I really started to lose it, but I also was probably more fatigued because I ran a little faster than I probably should have in the beginning. But, um, but yeah, a lot of it was technique to be honest. There's a way to do stuff for Deca, you know, mm -hmm. like the, like the step overs in particular, um, and, and just like the ski in a row and like the, some of the lunges or whatever, there's definitely things to, yeah. to like kind of fine tune. Did you take that from the Deca fit? Cause I think going into, so you did a deck a mile, I think, and you had the top time. And then I think someone, Chris, maybe mm -hmm. popped ahead of you. And then I think the deck of fit happened. And then you just did another deck a mile. And now you had the top time, took it, the, you took the mile back from Chris for the 2022 season. Crystal has yeah. the record, I believe. But yeah, to, from, the to be able to, from the year before. So yeah, for so you I to. Did the, I did the deck of fit beginning of January. And then, or mid January, and then I did a deck a mile after that. Um, so I did the fit okay. without without knowing anything. But then I did the deck a mile. I didn't do much from between those um, two. But then after that deck a mile, um, I found that there was a gym kind of close to here that there's a trainer that works specifically like he's big into deca. And I went Sweet. to him a couple times, and he was like, "Hey, here's." I mean, he get, he's awesome. He gave me a few tips on just like, this is where we need to like speed up. This is the, you know, just, just really helped me kind of fine tune that. And I, I did do a couple trials before I did that, the, um, the DECA mile again. So I knew I was, I mean, my goal was to, you know, uh, to, to get her time. And I mean, that's why there's records, right? You gotta, records are meant to be broken. So you gotta, you gotta I chase I, after him. I know I had that, I had that time and I was, I was going after it. And, um, I'm, I jokingly to Chris afterwards, I was like, I'm sure she's going to go after the time again. So it, it, it's fun. So what, uh, what was the time? I want to say 2052. Um, yeah. and she was like 2056 before that. Got or it. Something like what, that. what was her, what's the record? I think I looked from the year before and it's like 2020. Oh really? She's yeah, not that I'm much like, faster. Uh, but the setup I mean, matters in Decamile. The setup matters. It does. Um, you can definitely see the setup because, like, where I did the Decamile for the time, um, I did a trial through there, like a week before that or two weeks before that, and it was set up differently, and I was better at the trial just because of you know if you can run right into the zone or 
or the run is, you know, you don't have to slow down and it definitely matters, but. Yeah. Most of the affiliates are just like, you go out like a regular door and then like you run through some grass or something, you come back and Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like just whatever they can do. But I'm excited to see what that's going to be like at an actual venue. Like if we can get like a loop or something like that, something that's just unobstructed and we can come in, it's going to be really fast. I need to do the deck up strong. I haven't done that. Yeah, I was going to ask you, have you, you haven't done one? No. Um, I need to find one local. Um, I think that's what it, I think it, that's what, who my, my friend asked me to do a deck of strong. Um, I think it's the day before mother's day. And I just, my kids, have, I would love to say yes, because it's kind of, it's relatively local, but I it's just mother's day. You just do, do it. It's the day before mother's day, but I, oh, so you don't get I, to count my it. kids have stuff and yeah, I just, I got to stick to my, I can't, I can't be leaving too much. Deck is a really good fit. It seems like that seems like it's going to yeah. be a, a good match for you. Cause like you said, like the volume's not crazy. You're yeah. already fast. So right. when you think about, when you think about prepping for what, what's more exciting to you, the mile or the fit, like it's the, they'll both be at the world championships. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, I think that's just the bigger one. It's like the beast is smart, right? So, I mean, I would rather, if I could choose which one I did better at, I'd probably rather do better at the fit just because it's the ultimate one of DECA. That's the premier Uh, event. Yeah. I do like how DECA is set up, like how you have the run laps and you just kind of run right into it. Um, It's it's actually – like it will be, it's more standardized than high rocks. Yeah. High rocks is just kind of like a yeah. crapshoot. It's like whatever they can do. It's just so, it's so yeah. much bigger that it doesn't fit yeah. anywhere. Yeah. I've, I've only done high rocks twice, both at Dallas, but two different venues. Um, and yeah, very different in the, the layout. Did you like this last one? The, I liked the, it better the than the one before that. Oh, was it better? Yeah. I thought so. Cause you had like, basically you had two laps. We actually got a penalty the very first time I did high rocks because I thought the way it was laid out, I was like, I thought I ran three laps and honestly, anything more than two, I can't count how many laps I'm running anyways. And the board is never, the board wasn't like, you know, up to date. And so I, I thought the, the Dallas one was or the second Dallas one I did just recently was a better layout than the first one. Yeah, I like that it was like the Roxon was small. It's like long straightaways. Two laps is like amazing. I thought it was really hot in there. I don't know if you guys had that for doubles, but I thought it was so hot. I I mean, it's definitely warm. But I I also like the super narrow to run. I feel like I had to keep weaving in and out of people Mm -hmm. or yelling nicely. Move, please. (laughs) Um, On your left, but they don't they don't always get it. Yeah, yeah, but. Uh, so that part was really narrow. I mean, I've only done deck of fit once too, and but it was just the whole layout. Like it was wide where you could run. It was just very, you, know, you didn't have to think about where you were going. You knew exactly where you were going. Yeah, that is nice. And it just goes, slides right in like that. The, Cause it's, there's not as much stuff, yeah. you know, like you can do it in a smaller space. Um, Cool. So that'd be great. We'll, so we'll make sure to be on the lookout for you with the DECA stuff um, and go Ruck Games. Like after, as it, this will come out on Monday, so we'll know how you did by then. And I, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be fun. I mean, a lot of a lot of um, you know, from what I see on social media, it seems like a lot of top athletes are gonna be there. So that'll be exciting just to meet everyone and 
Um, is it 50 of each gender or 30? I think it's 50. 50. That's wild. Who yeah. all is, uh, I think, well, who's coming? Corinna, is Chris going? Yeah. Um, I'm actually staying in a house. Um, Chris in, um, thankfully kind of got me into a, a, a house. Um, I think that Corinna, I don't, I don't really know these people though. Um, and then there's a f- two other girls that I actually don't know. And Chris, um, and then I think Tara Jackson's going to be mm-hmm. there. I've met her once. Um, other than that, I really don't know. Someone told me there was a list of the athletes, but I have never seen it. I, I feel like I have seen it before, but there's probably been add-ons like um, people like you. I think Rylan Shadig got added on too. Um, but yeah, that'll be fun. And that's one part about this that people do really like too is the sports that it is. Uh, that's where people do meet their friends. So you're gonna get yeah. me, gonna get to make some friends if nothing else. Right. Practice some obstacles. Make some friends. Yeah. And everyone that I've met so far, you know, sometimes I feel like I know people just from following them on Instagram or something, but um, everyone I've met in person have been super awesome and and, and nice. And um, that part's pretty cool. For sure. Um, cool, Bridget. I'll make sure to link to your socials so people can follow uh, what, what kind of progress you've been up to. And yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what else you got for the season. I really appreciate you having me on here, Rich. All right, cool.